Welcome to the Accolade of Merlin. We're your host, Johnny. And John. And today, we'll be talking about Lord of Chaos, the sixth book of The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. And my favorite. Yeah, so... I, I didn't realize that, so you said, I didn't realize you said that four, I thought you said four was your favorite, or one of your favorites. No, I what not. I said was that four, I think, is the consensus among the fans is the best. Oh. Um, and if not that, then at least has the best scene, or series of scenes, which is the, the IEO the, the flashbacks yeah. in Ruidian. Okay. Um, but no, this is my favorite because um, it's... I think it takes the the intricacy that the series is is strong for mm-hmm. and brings it to its most effective level. It has a good uh balance and pacing between quickness and slowness and still interesting things happening. You could say that. <laughs> a lot of interesting a things lot of happening. Interesting things happening. Um and that becomes even more clearer in hindsight because when I first read it, obviously I didn't know that the books following it were gonna be much weaker. That's true. That's true. So now even I look back at it with even more fondness now because like this is where the really amazing Robert Jordan books ended and and in many ways just real time books in general yeah yeah no that's interesting i i really liked it i I can't if you were to pin me on my favorite between well in general i'd probably still say four just because i feel like we get we 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 get the most cool stuff from the most people Mm -hmm. um but my favorite scene well the scene that got me the most... Alright, I guess I'll just say this, even though we're not going to really talk about it in this episode. But, like, my favorite... The scene that got me the most, like, excited in the whole series so far, it's pop... For two for very different reasons. It's high between the Camelon Climax in Fires of Heaven and Nynaeve Healing, uh, Logan and Slash, like, Swain and Leanne. That was your favorite part of book six? That, that, that's my favorite, yeah, that's my favorite moment of book six. Like, uh, I, I know, and we'll talk about Demise Wells, which is awesome when we get to Demise Wells. Yeah. And I, and I know a lot of fans would, like, that's they a pretty, us, u- they're gonna want us to talk that, about Demise Wells. That, that's a pretty universal, I think, mm-hmm. fan favorite moment. Yeah, I, yeah, I keep saying, because, as I said before, I saw this thing where, uh, books four and five, there were different opinions on um, the, their their favorite moments. But even if the uh, favorite moments from book six or the favorite lines from book six were all slightly different, they were all from Dumas. I, I I could generally see that the naive thing from well for me, I more just really like it because I I think it's a super strong character and world building moment, and even, and the fact and even though. And this is just a props for Jordan writing thing. Even though I kind of guessed that at some point they were going to be healed, because like like Logan especially like, because of Min's vision. yeah because of Min's vision and like just the general storytelling stuff. Like I like the way that he wrote it was really really cool. But we can yeah, yeah I I, yeah. Um, I I knew it was going to be an important scene for you to get to because it was but yeah that's. 
a lot because it was um, a, a woe for me. And I knew it wasn't going to be a woe for you because you told me that you thought that yes. was going to happen. So I thought this is what just one. It's not that it isn't a cool scene. It is a cool scene, but yes. I didn't think you'd like it as much, but I'm glad you did. No, the, my, the, the other biggest woe moment for me is also going to be in that second, third, when Egwene becomes Emerald. Of course. That, that, yeah, that, that's the, like, which again, you kind of guess one of the Wonder Girls, probably her mm-hmm. nine, prob- she was probably the, most likely one because mm-hmm. she has the vision like in her accepted touch she's the Emerald. Elaine's not going to be Am- well presumably not going to be Emerald since she's like has other yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like places but, to go yeah Anyways, well but, yeah we'll get into yeah, that but that's not for this time. episode um so this is just going to be um the first third ish um yeah. up through I don't know what it is chapter 15 yeah, we'll, i don't even know we'll probably do that and then we'll probably do almost up right through demise wells and then <laughs> most of the third episode, the third will, third probably episode be will be demise, demise wells, wells pretty much uh, um okay anyways okay um yeah so book opens with well i i yeah so the i i guess yeah so i guess if you're if, if you're pinning me going back to your favorite book thing i i would probably might still say book four I think this one in general is stronger than five, but I, uh, yeah, but I, I, I like. But four, even more so for you. More throughout, even though I, I like, I like both the Camelin sequence and Demise Wells more than any of the large sequences in four. I, just, I, 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 for me with four is you get like Nynaeve, Elaine, Rand, and Perrin, like, and Matt all get, like, important things that they do in book four. Yes. Where, whereas I in, figure for you, particularly Perrin. Yes. Yeah. Perrin being, a, Perrin being, yeah, like, a big one. Although he, he just hasn't had a, really, well, he's not in book five, and he doesn't get a whole lot to do. I mean, even, six. like, when he goes to rescue Rand, it's not really a character mode so much as he's in, like, full action hero mode. Yes. <laughs> Which is awesome, but, anyways. Okay, but so no, definitely a distinction. Yes. Uh, so the book opens and we see, well, see in air quotes, the dark one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, we, we certainly hear him. Yes. <laughs> and feel him as like, is it Demandred? Um, <laughs> Demandred, how fares this world? <laughs> yeah. Um, so my question, I, the, the line that I, I, I didn't even have to reread this. The, the line that has always stuck in my head from that is that it was to a voice as a mountain was to a pebble. Yeah. <laughs> that, that puts That's, it in perspective. Yes. And every time since then that I've, we've seen that, um, it's stands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every, everyone's reaction, regardless of how arrogant or how powerful they think they are, is the same when they go to... <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, it all um, kind of unravels. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, the newest kind of strange, we, we like, we like, we hear that from, from the Dark One, all that booming talk, and we're yes. like, oh, this is what it's like, finally. But we knew we were going to see the Dark One. The real surprising presence there was the tall... Murdral. That's, uh, what's his name? Shidar um, Han. Han. Yeah. And the Forsaken don't know about him. They're like, what are you doing here, Murdral? And he's like, I'm, I, I was invited. Yeah. Before you were. <laughs> yeah. It's, and they're like, and of course all the Forsaken are 
Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say that the Forsaken are the most egotistical characters in the series. Yes. Like, a lot of the protagonists are, but it's different. Yes. <laughs> it's different for them, but yeah. The, it's it's, it's and, another and, level. Yeah, and so for Demandra to say, like, for that, for him, it's like, oh, what do you mean I wasn't the first? Like, what do you mean I'm not your best friend? <laughs> well, it wouldn't Basically. be, it wouldn't be like best friend because it'd be like, well, like, what, what do you mean I, I'm not the right hand of the dark one? <laughs> Uh, or what's it like? No, there's a um, wow. There's an actual title for that. Um, Nablus. Yeah, Nablus. Yeah, yeah. That's but, so that um, was that was impressive. Yeah, it's a long prologue. Uh, they, yeah, my first like looking at these notes. There's just yeah, and it's, it's, there's just a lot of POVs too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I feel like there's a pattern where we get a lot of. Because this happened, I think, in four, five, six, and and it, I'm not going. We won't talk about seven, obviously, but like the seven, I've read, I just finished Crown of Swords, and that happens in the seventh prologue where we get a lot of these POV characters that we either haven't seen for a while or see infrequently. So say like a lot. So in this one, you have I think Elida, right? Do you have a light on this one? No. Yeah. No, that was last. That was, that was Pfizer having. Yeah, Fai- like Perrin and Fael, Gowan, mm-hmm. uh, Morgays. I think Pedro no. Neal. Yeah, I I really like that. I I just like Pedro Neal. Oh, he's yes, he's great. He's like a um, he remind not like not exactly, but in in his in how he is as an antagonist reminds me of Tywin Lannister. Yes, in, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, uh, except it's you know very it's it's, it's really Tywin. He's, Tywin, he's nobler. Right. Than Tywin is. Oh yes, Tywin's a better villain, but like, cause Tywin, the, the <laughs> biggest. Go ahead, sorry, I keep it. Yeah, maybe they they have. Um, maybe we see Tywin as a better villain because he has less noble, but still very understandable and relatable Mo- motives. Yes, which is his family. Nial has the same motives as the heroes. Yes, it is to Beat protect the, dark, the yeah. protect the world from the last battle. Except he is doing it in a much more pr- pragmatic way, where he thinks this all this hodgepodge about like this mystical battle that's not a thing. This is basically going to be another Trolloc war. Oh, yep, yep, yep. So it's just going to be a bunch of Trollocs, and I need to get the world ready. So then he vaguely hints that like. Yeah, so um, I think some dragon sworn are gonna end up finding their way into Altara and Murindis somehow, and I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna topple them and yeah, then he... and then take over, but so he can unite the world, yes, exactly like Rand is trying to do. Yes, now my no, I agree. Uh, well, that's also like what Elida wants too, which yes. is like in a, in a very uh, now now I mean, if you're asking me, Elida has like. Both figuratively and and literally more power than Niall. <laughs> yes. Like she, like she, like. Um, but it is a similar like. Only I can say it, it is a only I can save the world type mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, but Elida needs to calm down. Uh yeah, just a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess I'll finish on the. You know, while we're talking about Niall, I guess I'll say this my kind of white cloak comment. The White Cloaks need to, like, 
do something. Because we've seen Niall in various white cloaks and lots of prologues and lots of scheming scenes. And they've done some... And they're, and they're wrapped up with Perrin yes, and his that's character. right. Yeah. So, like, they, 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 I, guess, I guess that's probably the most active they've been mm-hmm. with our protagonists is with Perrin in book four. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it, there are there are further developments I, and resolutions forthcoming. Yes, I would later on. Yes, um, but but yeah, it just it, it seems like a lot of plotting and not enough doing, and largely in relation to other people. So, say Elida would be like we said the best parallel to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, like Niall is not for lots of reasons can't do all the doesn't have the abilities or resources to do what she does but mm-hmm. like but Elida's is doing things <laughs> but they're still and comparable they're still as we yes, as we've talked about on in other episodes they're they're both their own churches yes, really yes they, yeah mm-hmm. uh, Nial just has a um smaller scale and less official hold on Monarchs. He just has yes. a hold on the ones in his immediate vicinity. Yes, it's yes, it, yes, yeah. It, it's, Whereas it's, a lot it's is a, just understood to yeah, basically override all the monarchs in a way. Yeah, well, it's different because Niall is basically running the country, <laughs> or, or he, he's he's. I mean, the king. Uh, I'll, I'm, I'm Odyssea is yeah. his puppet basically. Whereas, like the Emerald, it's like they're not. The monarchs aren't puppets for the Aes Sedai, no. but but like, you know, the Aes Sedai have lots of influence everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the the church, the the Catholic Church, um, if it was going to have total control over a nation state, it was going to need to have like a devout believer on the throne. Yes, and its own people in the court. Yes, you know, it, it had yeah. to do work. Yes. Um, Nial has done that work. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, like, people also don't... Nial, people don't trust the Aes Sedai enough for that to ever really happen in, like, a country, short of the Aes Sedai taking over said country, like, forcefully. Whereas, like, Nial doesn't have the resources or, most importantly, the one power mm-hmm. to kind of back him up. So he has to be more, like, directly forceful with the king or is it king or queen, probably queen. The, the, the queen of Galdon and yeah. the king of Amadissi, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, he's uh, he has a big army, though. <laughs> yeah, so he does have a big army, yeah. Um, yeah, which he, which he wants more, which he, uh, which he wants to recruit more gays to use. <laughs> yes. Um, I have to say something about uh, Talonvor, who's the guy that uh, yes. is... Um, you can't kind of followed her said, I am. I will be oh. your first sword. Yeah. Um, he's... I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I don't really... I, I took... A, it took a, okay, let me just put it this way. Um, it took a while for me to even kind of understand, because I'm like, he's just this really dedicated guy... Who seems angry a lot for seemingly no reason? Yeah, just, um, but then I had the thought that remember that Morgays was probably raped. Oh by yes, Ravi. Yes, that's um, the, yeah. This and un- if he does, if Talonvor doesn't know this for sure, he probably suspects it. Yes, and. 
I think that's what he's angry about. That Ravian or yeah. Gabriel or Rapier. Yeah, and Morgaze is not necessarily dealing with it. Um, and no. and he's just like, I see that you are just locking it away, and I'm sad for you, mm. and I'm angry that you have had to like repress this. That that's just my only ex possible explanation no, that, for that, why how it, he's acting. It could be. I that's interesting because at least at this one it hasn't really been explained and probably won't. Not that it not that it really needs to be, but like we don't really know exactly like what like how, to what extent was she compelled by him to do things. And the, mm-hmm. the general assumption is most of it <laughs> uh-huh. like from when he's like there is that he was using compulsion on her so like how, so I wonder almost how much of that how much stuff she would remember like if is there any sort of like he could like ask her to well, I, well we know that he can ask her to erase memories because I think that Forsaken do that I'm just saying because she her memory was fuzzy about everything and considering that it's sometimes a coping mechanism in normal circumstances to to block out those memories then I think those memories are pretty thoroughly blocked yeah I I would agree because she was probably raped like Jordan never says it but Mm -hmm. I mean you you could guess that he probably the circumstances were all there forsaken or awful yeah and and even though Ravine isn't uh like the same kind of sadist as Semiraj or Grendel yeah he's still it's it's just like okay she's here she can't say no like okay I'm bored it would be basically I'm bored yeah Yeah, it would be a a power yeah it's always a power thing yeah and um yeah and and well and the rape but also just all the general like stuff that he made her do like expelling all of her allies endearing all of her enemies like mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, just everything that like once she realizes oh oh I did I did that <laughs> yeah yeah um, that'll be good yeah I, I do want to go back real quick to the dark one on screen yeah it, it, it was it my question after I've read that chap that part of the prologue is was that entirely satisfying because the dark one as, over, the, as the appearance of, of him of the screen. big bad yeah because obviously it's the appearance and it's it's not um and he he's he's obviously more of a Sauron villain than a Voldemort villain um yes so so I, I'm just but with with this scene he has um inched more towards Voldemort than Sauron uh a little because Sauron never spoke in any with anything that's, like no, this. That, that's he's true. Caragon. No, he says two words. <laughs> yes, <laughs> at least in the movie. I don't. I don't remember the books. No, that's true. Uh, but I, 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 I'm, I'm more just, and obviously we'll learn, or presumably we're going to learn more about the Dark One as we progress in the series, but. So he's basically built up over five, at this point, five books, like he's the big bad. Is it, and maybe satisfying isn't quite the right word, but I, I, I guess it was kind of a lot, like, I, he's on screen, but he's also not. So it's like, you're, you're feeling his presence, but it's, I'm trying to think of a good, like, um, you know, all right, you know, when, this isn't, this isn't really a spoiler, but Navatar Last Airbender, did you remember the first time 
I think it's like in season one, Ozai kind of show when he shows up on screen and he's basically wreathed in flame and you just see like his shadow mm-hmm. when people go to interact with him. Yeah. It, it, it kind of like felt like that a little bit. I mean, obviously, like I said, he's not, he's like a Sauron villain, not like an Ozai villain, mm-hmm. but like it, it was kind of like that where like, oh, he's, he's still there, but it's kind of like I was still being teased. Like, even though like he's on screen, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like because you're just hearing his voice and that's it you still have the sense of this is the incomplete picture even though this may be the most complete picture yes. we can possibly get because yes. it's such a incomprehensible force and severe yeah well and, and, and that's and this this might be something that's and is something that's better would be better to revisit we really once the series is done, but like once we get more of the dark one on screen, mm-hmm. um, but yes, yeah, it, that just kind we of shall an observation. See, we, shall he, we shall hear his uh, beautiful pipes yes. again. <laughs> I can promise you that. Yes. Uh, I good. Do you have something? I was uh, no. You can go ahead. I was gonna see if we get into basically all of Rand next. Okay, uh, no, uh, well, I want to make one more real quick. Uh, I like seeing Perrin back on screen, even though he, it's not really a big, like it, like it, like it, 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 I mean, he doesn't really do a whole lot. He's just kind of in Eamon's field being a lord. Um, but like, but it was cool. I, I didn't necessarily love the scene with Fael just kind of like talking to the foreign people. I, I think it's, it, it, it was interesting to see the power dynamic there with Fael, but, um, but I, but where like she wants her own power, but her power kind of comes from Perrin and the two rivers. Cause like, he's the one that they really kind of like basically worship. <laughs> um, that was interesting in them. There's a really interesting discussion they have where she's, he kind of just wants to go like drink with his buddies at the bar and, and Fael's like, well, you, you can't really, you, you can't really do that. And like, that context all the time now because like you're their lord and like this is certain it it was an interesting discussion of um of like Perrin wanting to be a lord and Fael kind of telling him that but him wanting to balance the lord Perrin stuff with but I'm just Perrin from the I'm I'm Perrin just Perrin I can't be a wizard which he's not but (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting, like... Dis- that, that's that's a really funny <laughs> parallel, actually. Yeah, um, but, uh... Well, just Perrin. Yes, yes. Says well, Fael. <laughs> yeah. Rand, Rand isn't really, like, a good one, because Rand real... Rand, Rand, like, after book, like, one is like... Or after, by the end of book two, he's like, all right, I'm the Dragon Reborn. <laughs> Whereas it, it, Harry kind of constantly wavers back and forth between, like... Being the chosen one. Yeah, being the chosen one and, like, I just want to be Harry Potter. <laughs> but, anyways. Or, yeah, Rand's just like, well... And speaking of which... Um, yes. He's Rand appears to be getting more and more cray cray. Yes. Um, we are seeing more consistent. They, they basically he's the Luz Theron's voice is mm-hmm. totally separated by this point. Yes. Um, we he ran it, it before it took the form of Rand remembering 
things that only Luz Theron would remember. Like for, tidbits about the Forsaken or that type of and stuff. And then Rand would start saying things like Luz right. Theron yeah. would say. Um, and then I think at some point in book five, um, the voice finally broke out saying, uh, crying about Ilyana. And then, and now he's, he's totally there. Totally there. Yes. And Rand is, uh, uh, getting caught up in it and doing things like, uh, holding that seal over his head and almost breaking oh, it. Oh, And Bashir, Bashir being Bashir, like, yeah. maybe, Bashir being like, maybe don't. <laughs> yeah, that's, wait, did we, we met Bashir at the end of book five, right? Or is it the beginning of this one? I forget. Was it that recently? Yeah. I no, see. I know it's not at the earliest at the end of book five. If not, it's like this. It's like that's basically that scene. Okay. Um, I always think of Bashir as being this uh, this eternal figure. I don't know. Well, well probably because he's mentioned a lot. Didn't mention uh, not even in the early books when we were up in the Borderlands. He, I he, guess we were on the other side of he, the Borderlands. He doesn't show. He, I know he doesn't show up. I mean, Fael like mentions her parents. If, Every once in a while, mm-hmm. but I know I know he's not on the screen till at least end of book five. Bashir is a boss. How he oh, he's just, great. He just he just casually tosses a dagger at Rand, and Rand's like, "What if that had hit me?" And he's like, "Whatever." And it, it it wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. It, yes. No. But Bashir, he's he's great. Um, can I mention that his well? Uh, never mind. There's a. It was a Stormlight parallel. His, okay. His, his wife reminds me of somebody else's wife in Stormlight. I see. Okay. Um, that is not, that is not a Bashir. <laughs> <laughs> or that would not be Bashir's parallel in Stormlight. Uh, anyways. Um, but, um. So that's happening with Rand, and that's happening at the same time that, um, he's beginning this, the, 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 uh, Black Tower. Yes. And that's unfortunate for him because Luz Theron does not like the other male channelers. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, it's. He it, gets jealous. Yeah. He gets and, jealous. and this is an interesting thing where this, this might be a, probably, this is probably a later Lord of Chaos thing, but I'll, I guess I'll mention it now that, um, with the Luz Theron yelling at Rand about wanting to kill, like, well, almost everyone, but <laughs> like especially like he really dislikes Majum Time. Yes, and so kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him, like, kill him, kill him. Like that, yeah, and 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 that happens several times. So I don't know. I kind of all right. My current pet theory, if you want to call it that, is that Demandred is Majum Time, mm-hmm. but um. But just because you get so much of the loose there and hates him, and he, there are certain things where, like, I, you know, he, I, he, he, he's, go ahead. As of where you are, um, just kind of putting readers where you are, that was pe- something people were saying very commonly. Interesting. Yes, it was, okay. it was a big. And, well, and I say, and, big, and, uh, my, and I say, and my, my biggest clue for that was the well, the loose there and stuff. And at the end, in the, the epilogue, is Demandred going back to the Dark One, and the Dark One's like, "How did you do?" And Demandred's like, "Very well. The world is in chaos." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, wait. If he's saying that, then he was present, or at least like." 
he, he had to have known in some first or like in some he had to have known semi-intimately what was going on like in general like in the events of the book um presumably like stuff with Rand because that's the most like big picture stuff um that was kind of my and, and that that's the only yeah that was my and, biggest. and like and and like the automatic hate with from uh from loose yeah that, well yeah points I mean, that, to that as well yes that was that was the biggest clue than the epilogue was but you would think that he'd be like demandred that's because he names Ilyana. oh that's you know true. so it's that's just like true yeah no that's true yeah. um and uh well just just uh yeah, well, yeah, I'll, we'll go into the Black Tower a little bit too. Um, the I'm, I'm struck by the because obviously these are like this is the Black Tower is supposed to be the White Tower's counterpart. Yes, but the differences between them are astounding. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and it's not just about temperament, and it's not just about historicity. To me, it's about these are. Farmers, mm. fathers, yes, brothers, sons. This is not about being an organization where, like, this is your life now. Well, it kind of is. It, it kind of is, but, but, it's, but it's, it's it's not like this is this. It's not like this university where it's like this is this the, is the esteemed yes. thing you are now a pawn of this now. Pe- people you are in the black, one of us. People at least at least are. So far, and not that we've seen a lot of like a, a lot of the Black Tower, but we've seen enough that it's not like they're like scheming against each other. Like the eyes no. and I are constantly like trying to out manipulate each other. It's it, it's well, it's also obviously it's Rand, Rand sucks it up to be militaristic because um, there's so many facts. Because there's it's it's been there's been more of a lead up to it there's more history behind it there are so many more facets to Aes Sedai training yes mm-hmm. the um, Ashaman are how can you be as destructive as possible yes that's yep. really all we're asking for it, yep. it's it and, and that much was clear but it's also growing so much more organically from an imminent threat yes whereas the Aes Sedai is just like Right. The, this is this is perpetuating because, but, but but because it is, and this is this is what we one well, as this is this is what we've always done. This is how it is. Oh, they do so much. They, of that. There's a lot of that, which is the kind of the whole point. Not the whole point, but a lot of Egwene, Elaine, and Nynaeve is figuring out stuff. Especially well, Elaine, where the Aes Sedai are like, we're we have all this all these Terangriel in this storeroom. We're not. We're too. Uh, dumb or, or stubborn to really figure out or test them what everything does. It's too dangerous. Yeah, and she's like, oh, give that to me, give that to me now. I want to... Yeah, let, let, let me try. <laughs> My turn. <laughs> she does good. Um, but, yeah, I... Yes, the Black Tower, it's... Yeah, in that... Both that threat, imminent threat of both the Dark One and kind of Rand being like, I want to be as big as the White Tower. <laughs> yes. And it's kind of like, all right, well, you're... Time, make it happen. Yeah. Pretty, now, I always thought that was interesting that, I mean, this is getting a little into Demise Wells, but since Rand isn't interacting with the Black Tower personally a whole lot, wouldn't, couldn't there be a hypothetical, maybe there are a 
have maybe they have more personal loyalty to time than Rand. Like and, that is the risk he's taking. Uh, yeah, and, and, and not that it's. I mean, time clearly wants power and kind of challenges Rand a little bit, but like it, it, at least he seems to be. Well, assuming he's not demand Rand, <laughs> seems to be like well, like I'll do what you, like basically following Rand. But it, it there's times really powerful and there. It, it, uh, it is a, like you said a risk that Rand's taking with that yeah. loyalty, but he's still he's still in a bit of he recognizes Rand's superiority yes. and, and in power, and he's he is in awe of of how Cray Cray is because when he um, yeah. exhibits that in front of him and Bashir, times like damn boy, yeah, yeah. There's that's not that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um... Also, kind of a bit more of a bullet point than a larger topic conversation, but Rand learns to travel, like with a capital T, in between Fires of Heaven and Lord of Chaos. I, we talked about this either on or off the podcast. I don't at recall. Some point. I don't recall. Like, I mean, he knows now. Yeah, he I saw mean, Avienda do it. And I mean, that's Saidar. Um, so I guess he saw that and asked Asmodian about it and. It's not a big deal. It, it was more just like all of a sudden he opens the gateway in like the first hundred or so pages of Lord of Chaos, and I'm like, wait, yeah. What? I mean, if you if you missed missed it, I don't I don't know what to say. I don't I don't remember the point. So no, it's it, it's not I a huge deal because he doesn't really learn how to skim either. Like he just kind of does it like at the end of book four, and all of a sudden he's chasing his Modian. Mm-hmm. So like it, I don't. It's not something. I, and you could always you could chalk it up to. It would be a day at six marking a little bit, but you could chalk it up to, oh, he learned it through osmosis through loose there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's not a big deal. It's just kind of a question that I had of, like, was, like, did, do we ever see this? Like, him learning it, but. Um. Yeah. And then, uh, speaking of loose Theron, um, loose Theron gets a roommate. Oh yes, that is in this. Uh, that is in this part. Yes. Go ahead, tell as, us about as long as we're still on Rand. Yeah. Rand gets bonded as a warder yes. by Alana Sedai, and that is. I remember telling you in book um, four that Alana was going to be important. This yes. is this. This is it. Um, that's that's that's, uh, that's not cool. That was not cool. List, list, reason number whatever, like, say, 1,500 why Rand doesn't trust Aya Sedai. <laughs> well, by the end of this book, at least. <laughs> you can just imagine, like, Moraine looking down at him being, I told, what, I t- yes. what did I tell you? I told you what so. What are you doing? You just, let, you just let her heal you. I told you. Oh, my God. I, I told you so. My, di- my 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 literal dying wish was don't trust them. <laughs> you had one job. Um, I'll be curious to see what she does, and I I am gonna say this because this is my prediction when she comes back, because I one hundred percent think she is not dead, Warren mm-hmm. uh, or Lanfear. But um, I think yeah, but yeah, that would be interesting to hear. When she comes back, what? Oh, what she thinks of all that. Oh, what like, she thinks. Say of- Alana bonding Rand, all the like stuff that happened with both embassies, and I mean, really the Elida embassy, but like the 
um, Rand gets pretty threatened by the um, the Solidar embassy. Yeah, the Solidar embassy because they bring. Uh, do they have thirteen? I don't know if they have thirteen, but they have like enough that they can shield him. I think. Yeah, I I, I actually don't remember that scene. Uh, yeah, but that's we'll, why we'll, that's, we'll, we'll that's, get to that. Yeah, one. that's not in this part. But anyways, yeah. But yeah, um, that's a that's he he did not give consent. <laughs> oh no, she just kind of man. They do that all the time. Like they, uh, a lot of ice. Elaine did that with Brigitte. I mean, obviously it's a little that's a much much different. That would uh, that is very different because you know like that saved Brigitte's life, and it was the only way that they knew how to save her life at that point. But the ice and I just kind of do things a lot. <laughs> Especially with Rand. Every single Aes Sedai, full Aes Sedai, treats Rand like cattle. Yes. It's just to different degrees. You mm-hmm. have Moraine, and you have Alana, and you have Galena. Oh. It's just... But but they all have... It all comes from the same thing. Yeah. Of the, him not being a full, rational human. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he he needs to be taught, or he needs to be he needs guided. to be guided. Guided, guided yeah. is the most Gu- yeah, he, the he biggest needs, dog whistle. <laughs> yeah, he, he he needs to be guided, and like now, like I mean, and Moraine, I think ultimately beca- does become the best of that when she basically drops all like facades and basically starts begging him, and is like, look, and this is book in book five. She's basically like, I, you know, screw it, I don't care, like. You need to learn all this, bef- like you need to learn all this before we get back to Kyrian, or you're going to get torn to shreds. <laughs> like, yeah, and and she eventually made it clear in her letter that uh, she felt the same way about Asmodian because she knew what was happening. Oh yes, that's right. But she's like, I can't yeah. say I approve, but I I see I see the point. Like you you like you 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 need a teacher <laughs> to quote uh, Kylo Ren, uh, but <laughs> um, he got a teacher and then he lost him. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wait, do they do they even address that Rand, in this? He, it's in the book. I don't know if it's in this third. Rand is like thinks he ran off. I yeah, I like, honestly forgot about that. <laughs> if, if, if he meant to ask Asmodian that if the man would ever show up again. Oh my gosh, that's also. I were like, he's not. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of that's kind of a big deal. Like. You lose your captive forsaken. <laughs> I mean, I, I I know that he can't channel to the degree that he could before, but he's still a forsaken that knows a lot of stuff, and now knows a lot of stuff about you and your plans. Yeah, but given <laughs> that he um that he is dead, um, Rand going after him or investigating that would probably feel too side questy. No, yes, I, I totally agree that if Jordan had spent a lot of time on that. That I that it would have felt side questy, Ibudar. <clears throat> but um, we'll get we'll get to that. But um, uh, but I keep I keep wanting to bring up the 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 one you know subplot um, from from a uh, Last Jedi, but I keep forgetting the name of the oh plot. Cantobite. Yeah, I, I thank you. Yeah, I, yeah. it's so, Cantobite. Yeah, it, it will. Cantobite is more side questy than Ibudar because, like, at least like important ha- important things happen in Ibudar that, like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Ibudar is yeah. less side questy, but same similar concept of this could have happened somewhere else in, in a much shorter period of time. Yes, <laughs> but 
Um, Anything else on Rand? I mean, I... I just generally like him a lot in this. Well, I'm going to phrase that. I, I think that he's very interesting in this book mm-hmm. because he starts, this is really where he, the book where he really starts to play politics on uh, kind of having to balance all of the different factions in his alliance between the Aeol mm-hmm. and the various, like what, um like all the different countries like tier with Kyrian and mm-hmm. K, like in Andor well, the part of Camelon, I guess, to say he controls Andor is not entirely true. But or it's, he, it's, he, it's, he really does, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, he he does. Like it, it, he he I guess he controls it as much as like Morgays ever did. Yeah, like it's just for how big of a like it takes up. It's by far the largest country geographically. Um, yeah, but um, oh, oh wait. Um, it's uh, Rand also with um, the the Two Rivers girls as oh, well. Yeah, they they yeah, come yeah. by and there's this um, really um, kind of a heartbreaking scene where um, he is still he, he the the girls don't believe that he's the Dragon Reborn and he like picks two of them up and starts like screaming at them, but he doesn't like, realize he's doing oh. it. Um, and it's because he still he had like shortly bottled up the anger over being violated by Alana. Oh, that was afterwards. Okay. And then yeah. he starts, and then he lets it out, and he's like, "Oh shoot!" And and any any uh, if it just for a little while he had um, gone back to being Randall Thor the shepherd, the sheep herder, um, through the eyes of these two rivers girls, and then he and then he. Dashed it. Yes, and that, that was no, really right, that was right. that was really sad. Yeah, it, yeah. No, it was. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. Is it's interesting because it's not like she really. So she bonds him, but then, well, at least yet we haven't really seen a whole lot of like she. She just kind of shows up in his head, every, like where he like she, he'll just kind of sense her. Every once in a while, mm-hmm. and and Luce Theron is afraid of her, <laughs> which is, is weird. <laughs> is that? A, that's, I'm sure that's stated. It's, it, yeah, it's it's, sure it's 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 a really it's a, Luce Theron seemed afraid of. He seemed uh, afraid, like the, he would go quiet when she was uh, around like, or yeah. like her. Some, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, interesting thing to think about. Yeah, I okay. anything else on. That's all I run ran for now. I I, yeah. I I just generally like the complexity of his what he's doing politically and that the balancing act of being the dragon and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have uh, one. I don't have specific details for the context of what they're talking about, but we have a forsaken social. Yes. Um. In this third and um. What something that came to me is that. I love how what they're feared for, each each Forsaken is feared for, is the inversion of what they were gifted as before or before they turned to the shadow. Really? So when is that? Is that like a stated? Later no, but on? I, but I but I oh. put them all together. Um, s- s- um, Samuel, Sam- Samuel, oh, Samuel yeah, yeah. is um. Was a was a great 
battle commander. Yeah, he's like and the, now he's a great battle commander for the channel. Yeah, no, yes, no. He's he's the they, they make a point. His like biggest describing point is he's the really he's the really jacked large buff one. <laughs> Basically, with the scar. Like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of Sammy's scar. He got that scar in a, from a from a cat, Sammy. Oh yeah, no, because he could just like heal it. <laughs> that yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's worth making fun of. Him yeah. <laughs> uh, but but Samiraj, um was a healer of some kind and knew a bunch of stuff about, about the body, yeah, and now, now she definitely ooh. uses. Is that she, knowledge she about uses the body. it, but not for healing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Grendel, I think, was um, uh, like has something to do with the circus performances, maybe. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, at least I haven't learned. No, 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 no. She was a. She had something to do with the um, with the mind. The, oh, is that what and now and now she's she's yeah now she's yeah. great with compulsion, the best with compulsion. Yeah, that yeah that, yeah. We're basically like she basically has all her slaves and her like mm-hmm. um yeah they're they're all bi- it's her like biggest characterization seems to be like oh like she just exudes sex. <laughs> she, yeah, she <laughs> like, does exude sex like that just because like even when because I think it's Samael goes to visit her. And, like, just the way that he, when Samuel looks at all her pets or slaves or whatever she calls them, they're all, like, either, like, the guys are shirtless and the women are, or the females are, like, scantily clad. And it's, it's It's, like... (laughs) It's funny because I don't think that, like, the male Forsaken, for example, are immune to sexual appeal. But, like, they all knew each other. One, they all know how dangerous each other is, and they all knew each other from way back when, so instead of, like, noticing how hot Grendel is or something, they're like, oh, it's you again. Yes, no, no, yes, they're all, well, they're all just so wary of everybody else, Yes, which is understandable, given that they're all scheming, they're all both scheming and seemingly allying with one another, and Particularly men with women, the men with the women, and vice versa, because they can't... the see can, each yeah, other channeling and uh, channeling or even embracing the source yes um yeah because I, I think oh there's one of the forsaken socials where i think it's like um i think it's maybe through like i forget whose point of view I, it's, it's either one of the i mean it, it, it's one of the i i think it's um in book four or five, I think it's in book five, when, like, one of the females is watching, like, something happen with the guys, and, like, one of the and, like, she's like, oh, they must have channeled, because, like, something changed in the air, or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then Rand, of course, has his goosebumps. Oh, yeah, okay, also, how does he... I mean, he, he like, sent... Because he can, like, actually sense when Sidar is being... Can with he? his with his goosebumps. Okay. Oh, like that's, okay. It's it's not the same thing as his Saiyadeen. Okay. For sure. Um let's see. Nynaeve um has some more um different kinds of growth in this book. Um she had her kind of more mental and emotional growth. I think her biggest mental and emotional growth um, last book. Yes, I, I would generally say book five is yeah. Whereas her growth, this book is 
more about what she can do. It's with with trying to break her block, yes. and then with the scene later with healing. Yeah, although the block stuff is a character like that. That the breaking her block is more a yeah, but it's it's still more adjacent to, to what the, she's right. Her ability, do. okay, that's true. And I mean the the healing is it has to do with her character too. It it, 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 it does. It does. Um, although. I, and we'll talk about this when we get to it. But I, I, if I remember correctly, it's not—it's not like she has some breakthrough character moment when she heals. Like it's not like she has a breakthrough character revelation while she's healing Logan. She just kind of tries something. Like she ends up using all of the like five. Uh, yeah, but I—I I still maybe I mean you, you read the scene, but I, I think that it's also uh, paired with. God, why won't they heal? I need to heal people. Oh, yes, yeah, because she's angry. I need to reread the scene, but she's angry. Oh, yeah, but she's so, angry. I, I, yeah, I think it's off of, like, one of her lessons with Theodrin. Or, it was some interaction that, like, pissed her off. And so, like, she's angry when she goes in there and she says, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll talk about all that next episode. But, um... Oh, one more comment off. I don't know if it's in this part, but I want to talk about the, um... There's one more comment about the Black Tower I want to make. Mm-hmm. But, um... Uh, the, the, there's a, or it's Black Tower versus White Tower, uh, how they do things is that, uh, like the females are, the Sedai are forbidden from using the one power when they do their chores. Mm-hmm. Whereas time requires, the, requires the males to use the use power for everything. everything. Like just to get used to, which is kind of like, again, a, um. Because the Aes Sedai, have all the time in the world. Yes, the Ashaman don't. Yes, they have. They, have, they do not have any time. They they, they have an, as it turn, well, not entirely, but like like they have. Well, plot wise, they have till they have till the end of this book to get good enough to do things. But <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, they, they they do though. Yeah, thanks to Tyene. Do you have anything else on this? Oh wait, no. Wait. This part. Hold on. Let me. Um. Um. I have. Uh, you know, Egwene um, stumbles into a little fantasy. Oh yeah, with <laughs> God. Um. I don't. It. It's a little. I don't know what to think about that scene. It's first the. It's very authentic. As far as the type of thing a guy in love dreams about. Oh yeah, with Gawain. Has yes. to create a an antagonist for and save, for to, yeah. to save Egwene from. Yeah. And it it just it must be terrifying to be suddenly find yourself a subject yeah, of, of someone else's dream. Of someone else's yeah. dream and there's yeah, and like you not only are trapped in it because she is trapped in it, but she also finds herself blurring with the dream version of her, oh, where that's she right. is she is herself legitimately saying, "Oh, Gawain, my hero, thank you." But then, what's really surprising is that even when she's directly out of that enthralling, hmm. you know, fog, yep. she starts to think, "I kind of do like him." And I only am just realizing it now. And I have mixed feelings about yeah, that. Yeah, I have, like, mixed... I... Yeah. That's in the next part, I think, of this book, when they have their, like, little... 
section where they just like hook up a bunch. <laughs> right? I, I, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's in this. I think it's, it's in the next it. one. Yeah, I think it's yeah. But um, yeah, but yeah, that scene's it's interesting. Jordan and romance and that stuff is it's weird. Sometimes it's weird. <laughs> but, yes. Um, but yeah. from yeah, from Gawain's end of Gawain, I totally get. Yeah, as no, far that, as how he's right. going about this, whereas Egwene, I don't quite she, understand. But you know, I made this just made this connection now. That's another instance of Egwene just being curious about, like, she has to know everything. <laughs> and well, she she's she like, wanted well, to know everything. Is, so. Well, this is new. Yeah, she's like, hey, this is something I don't know yet. And well, it wasn't because <laughs> <laughs> he's all like. You are my greatest flower and sunshine, and without you, I wither away to nothing. And then, and then he's like, "God, I sound like such a fool." And she's like, eh, "I, I kind of liked it. Didn't sound too bad." That's that. that you go on, that, go on, sir. The the, mo- the couple that's most like that, like so, like when ninety is not even land when she's like pining about him. When he's, because he's like away or, well, now well, he's wherever, we don't know where he is, but like, like she, she's like pining at him or about him and that, that, that's the closest parallel in real life, so like not dream sequence of like, because most of the other couples like Perrin and Vail don't, don't do that. No, there's nothing <laughs> um, as flowery. Yeah, because none of Rand's <laughs> Like you girl, picture, no, you picture Nine Even Land with like that like like they, that ring of flowers and and different brightness and contrast things that happens in anime. Oh yes, where it's just like a, a, a boundary yes. around them, but not with any of the others. No, no, because none of Rand's women. Well, because almost all of them are like reluctant. Like both parties are. Well, that's actually that is all. Of, all of them are. All of them are except for Rand and Elaine. Well, Elaine has that one letter that's like, uh, maybe not. But but the main reason that it, they don't have that flower is that they're just both thirsty. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. It's, it's not really, it's not very romantic. No, it's, no, it's, yeah. I I still stand by Rand and Avienda is the most, for me, It's that's the most natural seeming romance in the series for me right now. Okay. In, in terms of just how that type of thing develops, and that, that was reluctant, but it was a little more. The reader can tell, like Avienda knows, like in the back of her mind, that she's that she's like resisting her feelings for him. Yes. Um. Like like uh. So like that that that's the one that felt like the most, at least so far, feels the most natural. Okay. Um. But. Um. But yeah, anyways. Do you have anything to add? I, I don't have anything else as far as this, what we're talking about today. Guys. Okay. Uh, then I would just like to end with the obvious question of who is the Lord of Chaos? Oh, I mean, all right. So I th- if you're asking for one word, I would say... No, I can't answer that in one word. I say the main answers would be Rand and the Dark One. Okay. Like, I, but but it's really, yeah. I would say Rand, Rand and the Dark One. Um, but yeah. One other possibility I've heard is that it is it is 
chaos. Like you know how how gods have like like the fates oh, are lords of fate. fate. Yeah. So just let let yeah. chaos rule. But so that's a possibility. Yes. But I think it's Rand, and the reason why I think it's Rand is there's this scene in this third where Demandred um, is thinking about things and he the Dark One had told him to remember the words let the Lord of Chaos rule oh. he, he did not understand why it had to be so but okay. he decided he, he said it, it, it will be what it is so if that were the Dark One then he would, he would obviously understand why it had to be so he, that's what he wants Right, and if it was uh, just chaos in general, it wouldn't make any sense. But if it was Rand, then that comment does make sense because Demandra would be saying, "Well, can't we just kill him?" Why, That's why, true. <laughs> no, that. Why do we have to let him rule? Yeah, no, that's true. I, yeah, I, 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 in that sense, I would generally agree that I think Rand would be like gen- would generally be the Lord of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Do we? I don't know if we talked about this. On the podcast yet, but titles, the fires of heaven, and, the fires of heaven and shadow rising don't really like all all the titles previous to this one reference like a specific type of thing, and I, well, I guess shadow rising you could say that's, you mean you mean books one two and three do yes, uh, and I guess four you could say is kind well, of four makes yeah sense, four makes sense because like because it, like the villains are a lot a lot of dark a lot of antagonistic. Entities or people are coming to power, but nonetheless, it's, it, it makes sense. But it also sounds like a later series book title, yes. um, like the Gathering Storm, or yes. the, absolutely. I mean, maybe fans have some ideas here, but I never understood uh, Crossroads of Twilight or A Knife of Dreams. I have no idea what those mean. No, I'll be. That's. And but same thing with Fire, fires, of, fires heaven. of heaven. Is the, I, the only thing I can think of is at the end of it, you have Robin sending lightning down. Yeah, and like bale and bale fires. But like, I because there's nothing that I mean, I like, but like, what's like, where's the heaven reference? Because you think that's some reference to the light side, something right, or the creator. Yeah, or the creator, like something like that, and or like because. But, like, yeah, other than that, like, those two, like, other than what you said, like, Balefire, Robin, like, I think there are some fire. comments somewhere where people are inserting their opinions on this topic. Oh, yes, yes. You know, like, you know, like, the, that, the interweb? The interwebs. Yeah. With a Z. Yeah, with, with a Z. Yeah. I, man, I, I like, I, there's been points where I'm tempted to just, Go on either the Wheel of Time Reddit or don't do it. Uh, theory is it Theory don't World? Even do it. Is it Th- Theory Land or Theory World? Is the uh, the website it should be? I think it's Theory Land. Yeah, I, but no, I'm a, but yeah, I've been tempted, but like still avoiding it, like the plague. <laughs> yep, just stick to stick to stick to your the your podcast recaps. <laughs> yes, that yeah. So, all right, anything else? That should do it for this one. All right, uh, so. Again, this is uh, part one of our Lord of Chaos discussion. We'll probably do another two. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll need another two. <laughs> yeah, so you can join us next time for uh, part two of Lord of Chaos. Uh-huh. We are your hosts, John. And Johnny. And we'll see you next time.